Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Karen Bodie from Rockport, Maine. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for having me today. I am just so blessed to be here. Well, Karen, you were one of the first speakers at the Healing Waters Conference three years ago, and you had penned the book, Clean Heart, Healing Soul, Spirit, and Body. Talk to me today about this book and, and um, you know, what, what, what is in there for nuggets? Well, first of all, uh, this book was uh, my testimony through my journey of coming out of the very, very dark place in my life where I was actually running and hiding from all my internal monsters that I had. Fear, guilt, doubt, rejection, unworthiness, not being good enough. And so um, um, the Lord and I, at one, one night when I, well, actually it was a morning when I woke up and I thought, you know what, I have to just either continue to run or kill myself. And the Lord told me to change. And I said, but Lord, I, I've been trying to change. And he said, no, change, change. And so at that point, I started to pray, well, create in me a clean heart, Father, so I can be of service to you. And it was during that time um, that he started to show me the monsters that I have inside of me. And so um, my book, Clean Heart, is about my journey learning to uh, run and hide from my monsters, learning to face my mon monsters, observe them, running away from them again, and then finally being delivered. Praise God. Talk to me about those monsters. Name them. What are some of those monsters, Karen, that you had hidden inside? And you, some people think that it would be an individual, somebody. And, and if at one point I lived in an um, 18-year um, verbal abusive relationship but even in my book I did I said no it's not an individual because if you live with the idea that um, it's an individual you hold the victim mentality that you know everything is because of somebody else but once you understand that um, it is between you and God you and the father um, you Eliminate that victim mentality, and you, now you can start and begin your journey to uh, victory. Amen. So, what else is those monsters? Oh, the monsters. Yes, yes, yes. My, well, my monsters, the biggest one was fear. I lived in constant fear. Um, I lived, you know, in the verbally abusive relationship, and um, I didn't, so I, I, I constantly walked on eggshells. I was constantly afraid that I was going to make somebody angry. So do this, do that. And, and so I, I isolated myself. I was afraid to uh, have relationships outside of my own home. And um, I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of being good enough. I was afraid of everything. So I just um, isolated myself. So fear, and then I, I learned that I, was, I felt guilty if I started to succeed, that um, I didn't want to, um, I felt that bad that I, I shouldn't succeed, so the fear came in, um, rejection, um, and um, not being good enough. That not being good enough was probably one of the, once I started really 
uh, learning some of the monsters inside. That was probably the biggest one, but that started from childhood. Wow. Well, we know that God has put greatness in every life, and that he has a purpose and a plan and a destiny. And every life, no matter who they are, we all have issues that we need to deal with. Amen. And he said in his word to create in us a clean, pure heart. And he will never give us more than what we can um, endure. And so um, what I want to start out with is Matthew 5, 3, which is, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And the poor in spirit are really those that have humility, um, those that actually understand that they have needs, that they have, um, that they are not able to do things on their own. And once I understood that and stood naked, I call it in my book, Clean Heart, Standing Naked Before the Lord. And I, the Lord said, I want you to give me everything, every one of your monsters and hand them over to me. And I was like, I, I didn't know if I could because I had stuffed my, all my negative feelings for so long. And that was the one request. He said, I want you to give me everything. And so, um, and that was the beginning of learning how to walk in that poorness of spirit, but it's really not being poor. You, the more you give to the Lord, the greater your spirit becomes because you have a, a larger communication with the Lord. The more you hand over to him, the more your spirit grows and the more you pour in, in the word. Um, and that's where I want to go next is Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and tents of the heart. So what all that is saying is that once you understand and put the word on in your heart, that that word will divide what is not of God and what is of God and will get rid of what is not of God and put in his love. And so it is, it's just like a cleansing. The word is a cleanser. It will clean out anything that is not of him and pour in and leave room for the Holy Spirit to pour in the love. And so the more you put the word in, the more the um, monsters have to leave, and then the more you experience the, the power of the Holy Spirit. It's just amazing, just amazing what the Word can do to you, for you. But that was part of my journey, and it's all in my book, Clean Heart. When you talk about the steps to recovery, that Word is as you said, powerful, but it is, I've seen people go through therapy for years and years and years, and I believe in counseling, I believe mm -hmm. in therapy, but I believe, and I have seen it work over and over and over again, one moment in the presence of God and the power of his word changes lives forever. Yes. Now, and in my book, though, I do, I, I had, um, I, I attended um, an Al-Anon meeting and I had a sponsor. I had a Christian um, counselor 
and I also was very involved in my church and um, so I set up a network for myself to be successful to be successful mm -hmm. uh, some of the things that I want to talk about in my book I coined this five C's for success the first one is commitment to God and yourself that you won't give up on yourself no matter what and that means that you're going to come across places in, in your journey and in your recovery period that you just want to give up. You cannot, you, you don't want to go any further, but that's when you hand it over to the Lord and he will carry you through those very difficult places. But if you make that commitment, um, then, and, and say, I'm not giving up on me and I'm, I'm, it's me and the Lord, because that's all you have is you and the Lord, everyone else will facilitate but in the end it's you and the Lord and once you understand that and you can you can pull in all of the power and understand your identity in Christ um, because the more that you let go of your monsters the more that he will pour in his identity in you and the more you will increase in the power of the Lord it's just uh, phenomenal but what was your, I forgot what your original question was. Well, no, that's okay. We talked about, was talked about counseling and, and oh, how yes. you set up a network. I've met people that they don't have money. They don't have, um, they don't have resources. And God still is God. And he can touch them right where they're at. I, I met a lady that um, she had enough money to go for some counseling and she did. And then when the money ran out, uh, there was no counsel for her. And I said, I know Jesus better than that, Karen. I know Jesus better than that. Jesus um, is free. He, he can set you free from his word and yeah. his word alone. John eight thirty six says, whom the son sets free is free indeed. So I want to just make sure that even though people, there, there is resources uh, in place like Elnon and uh, AA and different um, different meeting places that mm -hmm. that may be free too I'm not sure if there's a cost to any of those but I just want people to know that it is exactly what you said in Hebrews it's the Word of God it is he said it's not by might it's not by power but it's by my spirit and when you connect with the Spirit of God the man that created you how can you go wrong, Karen? Right. And, then, and, and like I said, the more that you um, understand your identity in Christ, you're a co-heir with Christ. You are his daughter or son, and you, you have the same power, the dunamis power that Christ had when he was raised. You have that in you to heal all the brokenness within yourself and others too. Because once you have been healed, he will use you as a living testimony to, to go on and disciple other people. So it is just amazing. So the more that you say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I'm ready. Yes, Lord, heal me and uh, so that I can be of service to you, then he will do that. Amen. We know that God, he, he says that we, uh, he knit us together. He formed us. He created us. He had a plan. Our identity in him is we are valued, we are loved, we are cherished, we are precious. We, um, we can do all things through Christ. 
He is limitless. We're limitless. We put limits on ourselves. Oh, but yes, we do. He's a limitless God. Yes, because we put doubt and fear all over all of our, you know, expectations. And, um, but when we just stand on the word, because the word promises, and if we stand on those and have faith and trust in him, that he will carry out what he promised, um, and hand over all of our burdens, because he said, be anxious for nothing, but in all things in prayer and supplication, um, so it's like you he reads it he really does he's like don't carry your burden my burden is light it's simple his ways are simple our ways are way too complicated we will tend to go in a hundred million directions to get to one direction and his is just one simple way and so the more that we can understand his way and the way we do that is through his word amen talk to me a little bit about your story, um, going back from the verbal abuse, any type of abuse is damaging to the soul. Oh, yes. Talk to me about that. Well, um, damage to the soul, ha you have wounds that you don't even know that you have. They're so hidden. And um, you have to, in order to, and, and during that commitment stage to the Father, you ask Him, create in me a clean heart, Father, and expose in me anything that is not of you, Father. And, and He will never, for my journey, He would bring up one thing at a time. It was like an onion. I would, He would bring up a situation in my life, and I would react emotionally to it and not even know why and then i'd ask the father why am i so emotional about this experience and then he'd say this is the fear and this is what brought on the fear or this is the guilt or this is the abandonment and then i would once i understand it then i laid it down and then i would move on and then that layer was gone and then i'd go on and until the next layer that went on for four years four years of healing and peeling and I'm still going through the cleansing but not of the damage the wounds have been healed now I just um it's it's just a daily cleansing um that I I do and, and I you know because we are all workmanship and when we say that God's word is powerful man's word is powerful too oh yes um, not compared to God's but there is power in words you have to be careful what you speak. I was in a service and uh, this minister said to me, you are going to, you have musical notes in your fingers and God's going to line up your voice with those notes in your fingers. Well, he had no idea that I had taken piano lessons as a child, but I felt like, um, the enemy had robbed that of me because of an incident that happened. I had to walk to piano lessons, and so I wasn't able to continue. It wasn't safe. Um, and so I had been praying for God to bring that back, to restore to me, because according to his word, he will restore to us what the thief has <laughs> stolen, right? So I want it all. I want everything that the thief yeah. has stolen. And so he said, God was going to line up my voice. So I've been helping out at a church, 
and they had asked me to help with the singing. <laughs> well, I was like, that's really not my specialty. I could do anything else but sing. Um, you know, I didn't mind going to clean the toilets or to speak or preach or to whatever, but not, not sing. But the second time I was up there to help with the, the singing, a remembrance came. And when my baby, uh, my firstborn baby, I was rocking her. And the place that we were living at that time, the gentleman had come down um, the stairs and he said, what is that awful racket? What is that uh, awful noise I'm hearing? Mm -hmm. And it was me singing to my little baby. And, um, and so that planted a seed in my life that right. I couldn't sing. And then I would ride in the car with, um, you know, a person that was close to me and um, I would begin to sing and they would turn the radio on. Please don't sing. You know what? That shuts down the voice. We have to be careful what we speak to one another. Right. Expand there's, upon that. There's, well, there's life and death in the tongue. Um, so what we, as we as, oh, as women of God, we have such the ability to speak life over all dead situations. This is so, and, and over our children and over our friends and over our family where you see that the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy, we can speak life over those situations. And we can um, expect life because of what we speak over it. And so there is life in the tongue, just as much as there is death. Um, and when you hear other people speak death over a situation, correct them. Uh, I do, you know, and I just say, no, don't, because that will come to pass. You know, even I, I found with other believers, they don't understand the power of the tongue. And so it's so important for us um, to just live life as um, as Christ did and speak life over all dead situations, you know, Ezekiel, you know, the dead bones and, you know, speaking life into them. And um, that's what we can do is, um, and it's, I think it's our job is, especially as women, because we, women are very powerful and we have a lot of faith and, and we believe that things can happen and so, uh, through our faith and belief, speak life over dead situations. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding and, he, and wait until it comes to pass. It's all in God's timing. God wants us to believe in ourselves. He wants us to believe in Him. He wants us to believe that... Um, the process, the journey on life. He says, consider it all joy, the various trials. Now, I can't tell you that I'm there yet. <laughs> Some of these trials that I've been through, um, you know, I, I told them originally, no asking you why, but I have to say there's been times I've wondered. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's not always easy. Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, I, I often go to the Lord and say, what? Why me, Lord? What do you, what's, what's the purpose of all this? I speak to the Father like, you know, we're, I, just like that. And he always lovingly 
puts his arm around me and says, well, baby, <laughs> yes, Abba Father, and he goes, because I love you. And a lot of times, the things that we need to go through is because of the cleansing that he has for us. He's molding us in his image. And a lot of things that we carry has to be scraped away, taken away, and long-suffering produces patience. And um, so a lot of times, you know, you just have to trust in his timing and in, in his in his ways and so um i when i go through a rough patch i just say father just hold me protect me um keep me under your wing because that's where i'm going is i'm going to go under your wing and find refuge during this time and i stay close to him i stay in his word until the time passes and, and creating me a clean heart father anything that is not of you uh, show me what it is so that I can lay it down at your feet and I go through all of these things so that when and I know that I'll come out cleaner in the end um, that's that's how I do it you know Karen I think we've had a wrong mindset I had a wrong mindset of God I thought every time I did him wrong he was gonna punish me that he I knew he saw everything <clears throat> I could never measure up <clears throat> Excuse me. And I I ran. And it took me down a path of marriage, divorce. Um, I have three beautiful adult children from, from that uh, marriage that I am so forever grateful for. Um, however, it was tough. And for being in the church and not believing in divorce, that just added shame to my bucket. Yeah. Um, but God is bigger than divorce. He's bigger than, I, I wrote a post one day, God, are you bigger than divorce? How about menopause? Um, you know, God <laughs> wants to journey life with us. He's yeah. a good God. He's yes. a loving God. He's not yes. mad at us. Yep. He died for us. Every day when you wake up, instead of carrying all the shame and guilt that you, because of divorce, because of past relationships, because of your past sins and your past life, um, as a new, as a, a um, born again Christian, you can every day is a new day. You wake up, even though there's uh, morning at, at night, you know, crying at night, but in the in, in the morning there is joy. That's how he sees us. He, we are cloaked in white. We are clean. Everything from the past is gone, and, and that includes divorce, and that includes uh, sinful relationships. Everything is, if we come and repent, and we say, Father, create me a clean heart. Please, Lord, just, you know, um, show me the way. I really want to live for you and walk with you and do everything for you and in your sight. And, Father, help me to be an instrument for you every single day. Bring people to me, Father, whatever I can do. And then that's what he does. And um, then you don't have to carry the guilt or shame. Amen. Well, Karen, we're almost out of time. And I always like to end the broadcast with prayer. And tell, their, tell them how they can get in contact with you and get a copy of your book. And I'd like to just bring up, if I have a moment, sure. um, I am in a project in Africa. 
and I just, as I, uh, my prayer said, created me a clean heart so I could be of service. I am now opening up an orphanage in Uganda. And this, uh, our mission is to provide sustainable education, support, care, protection to the underprivileged children and vulnerable people for their physical, social, spiritual, and emotional and cognitive development. We do it all. We, we will have um, a compound to meet every single need of not only the children, but also of the adults. We're building a well for the community, a medical center for the community. Um, and so if you would like to get in contact with that in any way that you could help, that's www.oapuganda.org. And if you want a copy of my clean heart, you could go to Amazon. Uh, the authors are not Karen Bodie, but Karen, Kailoon, and me. And the reason for that is because I discovered that there were three parts of my personality. The child that I had hidden within, um, the survivor self um, that took over, and then the adult. So I did, um, so it's uh, Clean Heart by Karen, Kailoon, and me. You could get that on Amazon or Zulon Press. Great. So will you end our broadcast in prayer? Yes. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. All you do is have to ask. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will come down. Ask Him to clean out your heart. Today, at this moment, when you're hearing this, ask him to come in and clean out whatever it is, whatever monsters that are within you, to come in and clean and to show you the way, and he will. And I, I claim that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, thank you, Karen. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.